0: wednesday into the mid-60s and now it is time for the saturday special with michael swirling i'm so excited griffin are you i'm very excited why are you excited because you told me there was a special guest on today and how is that not exciting Oh
1: yes that's true but before we get to that special guest let's get to the the guest isn't the right word for dave because because he's a host
0: yeah, he is a. He's host.
1: like a three-hour a day, five-day a week host. I mean, he's he's way more experienced a radio guy than I am now because I only do two hours a week, and he does 15 hours a week. Dave, how in the world can you do that? I mean, it's just that's just so. Uh, uh, much. Well,
2: you know, the audience helps by by their uh, input, text message, and email, and uh, I have great co-hosts every day. I have a different co-host for the most part. I've had lots of good ones to work with, so yeah, that, that helps me get through.
1: And uh, yesterday, I happened to be in the in this radio station, oh. and you invited me to come right. and eat some frog. Right. And and anybody who wants to see
2: that video, you can actually see video because we have it on our uh, YouTube channel, uh, Flight 1080, on YouTube. So you just type in Flight 1080 on YouTube. The channel should pop up, and you can see videos. Of, uh, of all of all of our previous, so we're videos.
1: back to doing that, or, or we. Are well, that's
2: ju- that's just on on flight 1080. Oh, uh, KSEO as a whole hasn't done it um, because I, I only because so here for many my people show.
1: here are, are ashamed of their
2: faces for radio. Uh-huh. Huh, well, right? I'm, I'm only here for my show, so that's all I can do is, is right. my show. But uh, right. but yeah, we do we do have video of yesterday's show. When uh, we were eating all kinds of really interesting things from um, a the grab Jap- bag, a Japanese market up in San Jose. Yeah. It was a very interesting. All those things were imported from Japan.
1: Most of them were delicious.
2: Most of them were delicious. Some of them were um, not so much. Some of them were what not so much. What was
1: the one that was the, the least that appetizing? Seasoned,
2: that seasoned kelp was just uh, not very good. It was bad. <laughs> You suggested that it was seasoned with something, but you know you can urea. Watch
1: the... I, I suggested it, it t- tasted like it might be by my, might have been I, marinated I, in, I,
2: in urea. I don't think that's <laughs> what it was, but um, you can see the video on, again on um, YouTube. Just type in flight 1080. So uh, I'm gonna be out there in the Dave Cave, uh, MZ. I'll be out there starting from now. I'll be out there till two. If anybody wants to stop by for a <laughs> great deal we've got them going on okay are we
1: going to be specific about today's great deal oh i don't know um, should we be specific because it's only going to be today that we're going to do a deal like this and what is the deal like this
2: well we were discussing buy two get one free that's what we were discussing of anything of anything it is a healthy start
1: we've pack. never done anything like that i mean if you like the per the way the person parts their hair you might give them a little bit of a discount or something, something. like that or a free item but, that, but yeah but this the there's nothing noth- nothing like this has ever been done this before. is ridiculous this is a ridiculous, ridiculous it Never be done again.
2: Right. 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 And Pro- I would advise probably you probably will never be done. I probably again. advise you not to ever do it again. But since you already said it on the air, I, I, I'll I'll, um, I'll be willing to honor. No, we
1: it. could withdraw it. We could, I could be an Indian giver. <laughs> Did I just say something racist towards Native Americans? <laughs> no, we would never withdraw
2: that that deal. But yeah, if they if they want to stop by MZ, that's a fantastic deal, man. If you want to give that out, that's
1: great. I'll, I'll be out there. I'll be out there. Till you two decide days. that way. That way, if you decide against it, that it, it, I'll be the still hey, be d- the but good guy. Then goal. they'll
2: say, "Hey, MZ said it," and I'll just tell me yeah, you're hallucinating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, Dave. Okay, I'll be out there. Way to MZ. go! Yeah, right. have a good show. Okay. I mean, have a good uh, uh, sale today. Okay. Good morning. A brighter day is here.
3: Good morning. May we bring you cheer?
4: We've got time, we've got tunes We've got time, tunes, and temperatures.
5: Get up and go, it's today you
0: know On KSCO Radio
1: Griffin, Griffin Queener Have you ever seen me with a large cup of coffee?
0: I don't know if I've ever seen you with coffee, actually That You're is correct,
1: you never have I'm starting to discover why people like coffee why is that? I'm a, I, I Just because it tastes good. I mean, I'm just a late bloomer, I guess. But, um, yeah, um, so we'll talk about that later on here, but stay tuned. Good morning. Now stay right here
4: on KSCO Radio.
1: You know, I was thinking, because since I got this large coffee at McDonald's, right, um, McCafe established 1993, it made me think, if I were to spill this coffee on my lap, it's scalding hot coffee. Well, it's probably not scalding hot now, because I got it 20 minutes ago. It's probably, you know, lukewarm by now, right? Mm. But if it had been scalding hot, and if I would have dropped it on my lap, could I sue myself to yourself, yeah. not McDonald's. Well, you know me. I don't. I don't oh, like. Okay, yeah. I. I like to um, not. Yeah, that's a stupid thing that I just said, huh? That's a really stupid thing. It makes no sense at all. Well, try to be funny, and just everything sort of explodes in your face. Here, uh, we have a special guest here, um, whose name is Tane. Hi, Tane. Hi. What kind of a name is Tane? T-A-N-E, am I right?
6: Yes, it's unusual, uh, mainly because my mother couldn't think of another name when she had the third daughter. She named the first one Jean, the second one Jane, and then I came along. I guess she was hoping for a boy. So she just said, well, I don't have a name for this one, so I'll name her Tane. And it
1: suits me fine. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely unique. I mean, I, I've never heard that name before. And maybe, may I mean, have you? Uh, not
6: really, but I'm unique. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yes,
1: good, good. Now, <laughs> and, you, and you are unique. Uh, uh, you and I, uh, I, I... I couldn't pass that one up. <laughs> you, you and I became acquainted uh, about five and a half years ago. Let's see. It was about, it was probably about five years ago. When I had first uh, rented an apartment in the city, and um, one of your uh, f- one of your most um, uh, admiring customers, uh, who who lives in Aspen, Colorado, uh, he and his wife came out and stayed with me at the apartment, and they said we. Bef- first thing we do when we here in San Francisco is we got to go to the walk shop and see Tane. The walk shop, Tane. What's the walk shop? Who's Tane? And I found out that it was the Walk Shop is your business right there on Grand Street in Chinatown. And as the name of the business implies, the Walk Shop, you got all kinds of walks, but you've expanded into all kinds of related things like the best um, manual can openers that I have ever seen. So that's why I bought four of them or three of them or something. But anyhow... uh, yeah, so tell us how you got into that business about about you know, I mean you have and you have a business that's online that and you get orders from all over the world, right?
6: Yes, I do. I'm very fortunate when my son who's a techie, said, Mom, you should go online, you've got some unique products. So I said, Okay, I said, I can't afford a webmaster, so it's payback time, so maybe you should do it for me. And he did it and he did a very good job and that was in nineteen ninety nine. We were one
1: of wow. the mom ops to go online. That's like like 19 years ago. Yes, that's amazing. That's D- right. Does your son work with you in the business now, or is he off oh, doing no, his own? No, thing? no,
6: no, no, no. None of my children work with me in the business. That's why we're still a family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that's that does make sense, huh? Yeah. There, there aren't too many. There aren't too many family businesses, but there are some, I guess. But that that work harmon where the people work harmoniously together.
6: Yeah. Well, Uh, it works for me, Michael. That's
1: why. Tell Tell me how you got into the business, uh, and it was quite a while ago. It's 50 years, I think, right? Just about, not quite 50, Michael, but uh, I
6: got into the business when um, we were selling. I had a gift store, actually, in Chinatown. It started as a gift store. And I had a few walks, but not much in the, in the uh, kitchen area. And uh, when Nixon went to China in 1972, and he had this, this huge banquet, everybody was very curious, mainly because China had been closed to, uh, you know, to the Western world for so long, since right, nine. Right. and so when he went there and they honored him with a huge banquet in Shanghai, there was, it was very, everybody was very curious what they served him because... Uh, and they said they served like what, hundreds, uh, thousands of people. Everything was served hot and delicious. And they said, How in the world could they serve so many people in the third world country and all piping hot and delicious? And it said, Well, it's all done in a walk. So that was when the walk exploded. What's a walk?
1: Well, I, I know what a walk is, but you tell done. us, and and how uh, how there must have been a pretty big walk that was tended by a lot of people or or several very very large people.
6: Well, uh, walks come in all sizes. Walks for all walks of life. So in China, in the in the banquet halls, I'm sure those walks are at least twenty four inches diameter to thirty and they are cradled in, in uh, uh, burners that uh, provide uh, maybe maybe 150 BTU of heat, so everything's done very quickly. The juices of the vegetables are, are, are locked in and seared, and, uh, and only a wok can, can do that and feed that many people uh, quickly, efficiently, deliciously.
1: One of my favorite restaurants, not in, but I guess adjacent to Chinatown, is called Brandy Ho's. And are you familiar with that restaurant? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Of course, I know brandy, huh? Uh huh. And so, uh, yeah, I, I've been eating there for years, and it's called it's Hunan food, but I like to say human food, H-U-M-A-N instead of H-U-N-A-N. I sort of I like to <laughs> play around with with uh, words and spellings with and words. things. But I, I, and they, they, they make. Everything, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, everything, everything, everything with walks. And I like to sit at the counter so I could look across and see how they do all this stuff, right? I mean, it's amazing, yes,
6: right in front of you. Have everything. Uh, of course, you know Chinese food or Asian food. A lot of it is uh, labor intensive because everything's cut up in certain and various sizes and shreds, so that it can cook quickly. And they all have to match so that nothing is undercooked or overcooked. So taking the, into consideration that particular vegetable, they'll know exactly uh, the cooking time with the rest of it. So
1: it's so you might have to add vegetables, certain you know different parts of the uh, cooking yes. process, right? So it's right, not to make yes. them all mushy and disgusting
6: exactly they have to look at that vegetable and they and they uh and they toss it into the wok at a certain time like the mushrooms aren't going to take zero time almost so they're not going to put that in with maybe the carrots which has a low moisture content so everything has its own cooking time but it's all cooked properly in the wok and only a wok can give you that flavor, really, because only the bottom of that wok gets super hot where the where where you toss in the, the food and it's uh, seared or the juice is locked in. And then
1: oh, wow. Inside, See, I never thought about is, that. That yeah, makes all the, the sense in the world.
6: Cooler. Yeah, Michael, the, the sides of a wok are cooler. Unlike a skillet where the whole surface is all hot everywhere, the whole surface, but not a wok. Only the bottom is a higher temperature and hotter than the sides.
1: Now, I would imagine that you really, for a walk to function properly, it would have to be over a gas burner, not an electric burner, am I correct?
6: Well, Mike, that that is if you're saying to function really efficiently and properly, but on the other hand with our so many ranges in America and in the Western world with the new glass top stoves, uh, you sir, you can still cook quite efficiently on a wok because the woks now have been flattened at the bottom, just about maybe four to five inch diameter, a hand span, with the wok principle still retained with the high sides.
1: Do you Do you subscribe to that change? I mean, do you approve of that change or do you think that's sort of compromise the whole idea
6: no i definitely approve of it mainly because of lifestyles here the type of stoves that are installed in all these new uh, uh apartments and condos they're easy to clean they're uh and induction heat uh sometimes especially in uh, in a very hot climates only the stove gets hot and the pan gets hot keeping the rest of the house cool so I do approve of the new walk, uh, so-called flat-bottom walks, because you still can you still can walk. So okay. walks are being made for all walks of life.
1: All walks of life. That's crude, Yeah. Now, so tell me, um, what? What? Uh, I assume that you cook with the walk at home. Am I right, or am I not? Yes, right? I do. It would yes, sort of I be like not. going to work on your time off, though. When I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Uh, So do you use a a traditional rounded bottom walk or or one of these newer more flat at the bottom walks
4: well
6: I use both mainly because before I remodeled my kitchen I did have an electric stove and I used a flat bottom walk and that worked fine for me but uh, when I remodeled I put in a gas stove and so I use a traditional cast iron round bottom walk and between the two of them I will find I have to admit that uh, the round bottom for me with gas is more efficient
1: yeah, that's what I would think, you know, and, and uh, so yeah, I've got I I could do it either way, but t- to me, it would seem that the uh, the gas burner way would be, would be the best. Uh, we're talking with Tane Chan, who's the owner of the walk shop on Grant Street, right smack in the heart of Chinatown in San Francisco. Tane is a real colorful individual, someone I've been wanting to get on the radio for a while to talk about walks and talk about other things too, and. Um, <clears throat> And we're going to open up the phone lines if anybody wants to ask her a question about her background, uh, about uh, uh, Waka, Chinese cooking, best restaurants in Chinatown and around Chinatown, or whatever. Just about anything goes. If you even want to tell a joke, you can call us at 479-1080. That's in area 831. You can email mz at ksco.com. Um, and, um, and while you're on your way down to visit Dave in the Dave Cave uh, to see what kind of a deal he'll make you for the best supplements around. Anyhow, so, um, Tane, how, how much of a, uh, of a chef are you?
6: I'm just a regular home, homemaker, home cooker. Uh, love to cook for my children, love to entertain in my younger days. So I did a lot of the cooking, but it was, uh, Michael, it was very simple cooking because it was quick stir fry, but with the variety of vegetables and the variety in, the, in, in Chinese cuisine, I was able to pull it off with, uh, with a lot of different dishes, but all done in a wok.
1: And, and before you started the business, did, did, did that evolve from your interest in cooking or just, you know, your entrepreneurial spirit? No, it was
6: really. uh, I I was not raised in a family that was really, really gourmet uh, uh, foodies, but I was raised in a uh, family that owned a Chinese restaurant. But I was not really a part of that in my younger days. Maybe I had to wash dishes in my father's restaurant and and serve uh, and be a, a serve uh, on his counter because my father had just a typical little Chinese restaurant in Albuquerque. So that was my introduction to food, but not uh, as a chef or to cook. And I never really uh, showed a big interest in being a, a being a, a chef of
1: any sort. How it, in the world did you land idea. in San Francisco? I came to screw out here. Oh, okay. That makes very good sense. Hey, we got a caller um, to 479-1080. We want to have a bunch more callers. Uh, Dion or Diane in Santa Cruz, which is it? Diane. Diane! Welcome to the KSCO Saturday Special with MZ and Tane. You are on.
7: Hey, thank you. And you made my day once again. I absolutely love the walk shop and have always wondered about who owns it how it got there? Just the most wonderful people that help you in this store.
1: They sure are. Yeah. Thank you. Tane. What a compliment. And, Thank you. Maybe and, we should ask Tane for other business owners how you get such great. Well, I can answer that because I got great people working here at KSCO, too. But you know, with a lot of businesses, the the biggest problem is getting the good the good help. And I assume. You know, it's sort of evolved over the years for you, right, Tane?
6: Yes, uh, uh, just having us uh, workers and employees that are that are loyal and steady and just working the store like a family. That's exactly how we work it.
1: Right. Uh, Diane didn't mean to interrupt you, you to. Diane, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry.
7: No, that's, that's okay. I would encourage anybody who wants such a wonderful experience to go into the walk shop, because everywhere you look, there are the most interesting, innovative, helpful um, kitchen goods. And I wanted to give a shout out to one brand, which is uh, Kiwi Knives.
6: Yes, yes. Absolutely, Diane, thank you.
7: They are so unbelievably sharp. They keep their sharpness. They are the most reasonably priced. Hey, people, go online and buy these knives from Tane's shop. It is unbelievable. Anyway, I love going in there. Um, I have found just, um, you know, from ginger graters to little strainers to make my clear soup to just oh. Oh, the flat skewers for the barbecue. Every skewer is round, you know, if you go to Safeway or whatever. And and the meat just kind of like falls, flops around. These flat skewers are incredible.
1: You sound like quite the uh, foodie yourself here. huh?
7: Yes, and you owe me a um, sausage Burger King croissant.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah. Now, now anyway, wait, I, I'm. I'm happy to. But you know. But are you the one who brought me? I mean, did you do that? No. I.
7: I, I made your. I said you made my day when Rothman was on. Oh. And, okay. And, yeah. Oh. Anyway. Um. So I can't believe you've got Tane on. You know. I just. I can't imagine what growing up in Albuquerque, um, when you did must have been like. I've been through there recently and um, talk about uh, night and day between desert and fog. But anyway, I'll let you go. But just thank you so much,
6: Tane, for what you you do. uh, and Thank you for patronizing us, and I hope to to see you again in person and be sure you uh, come in and and introduce yourself again. Yes, I will. But if you also
7: can think of, during the program, um, a particularly good Chinese cookbook, that would be so helpful.
1: And a particularly good Chinese restaurant or two or three. They don't necessarily have to be in or around Chinatown. (laughs) They could be elsewhere. We could talk about that, too. Where are the best Chinese restaurants anywhere? I mean, obviously, you know, in Santa Cruz or or between Santa Cruz and San Francisco on the peninsula in San Francisco. I just love Asian food. Dragon bow. What did you say? Dragon bow
7: for dim sum.
6: Where's that? That's in the Richmond. That's on Geary and Third, I believe, right around there. Yeah, all the dim sum
7: over there, and then um, what's their parent restaurant in um, Daly City? Um,
6: Koi Palace. I uh, I'm not too familiar with that one. Maybe Moon? No, not was it Moon Moon or something like that?
7: No, it's it's a uh, koi, koi with the, they've got, actually have a koi pool oh, koi in there. Palace. Koi Palace. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, um, they, it anyways, sounds yes. like they have a lot of koi fish there. Do they eat those koi fish? No, That would be very expensive dishes. They're,
7: they're there for, for
1: ambiance. Oh, it has nothing anyway. to do with the food.
7: Yes. But anyway, thank you so much again. Uh, okay, I, Diane. I,
1: thank you for calling 479 well, We We're inviting other humans to call that number. Uh, Ted and Beverly Hills will be next up, but I want to read Andres's email about Chinese food. I used to go to Juke Dim Sum over near Balboa. They have since closed. Uh, what is a good hole in the wall dim sum place now? Okay, Tane you know uh andres is only interested in hole in the walls not grand palace dim sum places can you help him
6: you know the one in chinatown that has been there forever as long as the walk shop's been there and they still serve very uh very authentic very good fresh dim sum is heng uh, Heng ah h-a-n-g-a-h it's right on the alley street heng ah place off of Sacramento, by the playground.
1: Oh my God, that's like literally around the corner from you, huh? And it is, a,
6: and it is a hole in the wall.
1: Okay, excellent. I hope we've made Andrés's day, but he, we won't know that until he tries it and reports back to us. Right. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. but be, better I have
6: a good experience. I can promise him
1: that. Yeah. Uh, He's okay. Forever. Okay. Now uh, <clears throat> it looks like Ted from Beverly Hills. Wants to talk to us. Hi, Ted. And Be- I'm from Beverly Hills.
8: Actually, uh, Michael, I love the show. We um, we have a big restaurant down here on uh, Ted's of Beverly Hills. Wonderful place where we had. I was listening to your guest, who I absolutely adore, and think. Hi, we, we have these. We used to make these damn lovely Asian little chicken drumettes, and we used to put them in the wok. And when I heard the wok thing, and I'm like, I gotta call the show, but. Uh, yeah, you all come down one time if you're ever in uh, Beverly Hills. Uh, Ted's of Beverly Hills. We have some wonderful Asian-infused spices and dishes that we made famous. And uh, love your guest. Sounds like a terrific young lady. And one day I'd love to meet you. And we'll walk it up a little bit.
1: Wow. What are some of your unique foods that you've developed?
8: Well, we do. Uh, we do an Asian. As like I said, we do the little drumettes. They're little chicken drumettes that we fry on. I mean, we use kind of like a wok. We call it a wok here in the teds in Beverly Hills, we make it, uh we use it during our, our very famous cocktail hour, where you can come and come up to me and say hi. And uh, we we also do some of these little vegetables, these little uh, mushrooms that are wonderful, and we make it worth your while to Ted's in Beverly Hills. But I love your dish. If you ever happen to be down here, madam, you come by and say hi to Ted, and we'll take care of you. And, Give
1: you a few of these drumettes, okay? Sure <laughs> okay. <way. laughs> That's very good. See, see, you never know who you're going to connect with on the Saturday special. I we should go to Beverly Hills, Ted. Oh, I'm going to be headed. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be sort of in the vicinity. I, I, you know, I heard Ted invite you. I, I if he'd invite me, I, I'd, I'd go and try his some of his drumettes because I'm Beverly Hills won't be too far from I'm on my way down to uh, San Diego later later this next week and you know I'm going to be driving so Beverly Hills will be sort of on the way. Uh, Andres uh, uh, emailed back uh, says he's noodles in Albuquerque. If you're ever in Albuquerque try a, ra- a ramen best bone broth, silky and slow cooked. Okay? Okay. What, what other wonderful restaurants can you think of anywhere? You probably have a bunch of them who are your customers, Tane.
6: Uh, well, you know, do they go to uh, RNG Lounge?
1: I haven't heard of that. Where is it?
6: RNG Lounge is on Kearney, right off of commercial.
1: What kind of food?
6: Uh, just Cantonese. Excellent. And they're known for their crab. Um, <clears throat> they
1: they steam that crab with the ginger sauce. Oh, to die for. Now, wait a minute. It's on Kearney? Yes, it's on Kearney. Is right that is that the place? is and Clay. Okay. Uh, I think I know. Is that that place right on the corner that almost always has a line? Yes, that's and, the and, one. And you, and you go downstairs? See, that's a place I've been through. I've been passed a hundred times. And I don't like to stand on lines, but if I get there at the right time, maybe I could be the first in line.
6: Go. Uh, I think, uh, Michael, if you get there by 5 or 5.30, I think it's, it'll be fine.
1: It's not a lunch place, though, huh? Uh,
6: no, not not really. It's uh, five, I think dinner's 5 o'clock to, to about 10. Huh. Maybe they have two seasons. You
1: know, mm-hmm. some... I'm sort of thinking up something right now. I, I don't know if this is something that we could put together, organize or promote or, but I'm thinking of like a a fine Asian food grazing um, promotion, you know, where where we where people where we meet at a certain place, you know, in Chinatown, say, mm-hmm. and then go. Go from place to place to place to place, and sample it. And it'll be just a bunch of us. Now I don't know how many we could put together. Maybe if if we put it out and advertise it for a month, maybe only two people would 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 sign up, or maybe two hundred would. It's one of I those things that we just have to try it and see how it goes. But we certainly wouldn't want to have egg on our face, you know. <laughs> and that's very it's very easy because if we make something if we if we promote something and and nobody cares then we look like fools and we never want to look like fools do we so two will be fine also right <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know you said something that was very funny to me the other day um uh, do you do you remember what that was
6: yes you said um that you bought my can openers and you love them. And he said, Tane, I want to talk to you about nutrition. I said, nutrition, and you're eating out of a can?
1: <laughs> Anyhow, and, Griffin, isn't that hilarious? You know, we, we, are, we are expanding the longevity business into Asia. You know, and yeah, it's going to be huge. It's going to be bigger than Mexico and Canada and all that. Uh, <clears throat> and so that's why I'm spending more and more time in San Francisco, um, and I, I thought that, you know, I said, who do I know who's dynamic and fun and who's been in San Francisco forever? And I thought of Tane, you know. So I, I, I called her up and, and talked to her a little bit, not like I'm hustling her to get into the longevity business or anything like that, but just sort of to, and, and I thought that was so funny when, when she, she pointed out a, a real, uh, you know, a paradox you know what the hell am I talking about? Why am I in the nutrition business, and and I get all excited about her can opener? That means I'm opening cans, and when you're opening cans, you're you know, that's why I just real every time the more I talk with Tane, the more I realize she's not only fun but she's brilliant and smart. I I would never have thought of that. Uh, anyhow, that
6: was a natural, really. What'd you say? Nutrition. Well, that was just, uh,
1: that was just, uh, I couldn't pass that one up. I mean, we're talking and about... And you, make, you made dishes? all the sense in the world. You made all the sense in the world. So we have some, um, some um, you know, tools for, for the longevity products and business that are now in uh, Mandarin Chinese and are in uh, Cantonese Chinese um and we got some japanese you know tools too and i want to get those tools out to people who can appreciate them and and let me know if they're any good and if they are good let's go to town you know and and start this business here through san francisco but but you know as the gateway to the whole rest of asia anyhow enough of that for right now kenny and morgan hill wants to talk to tane so uh Kenny, you're on. Thanks for calling. Hey, hey,
9: M- hey, MZ. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it was great seeing you the other day and hearing you yesterday on uh, flight 1080. That was hilarious. Uh, really quick, you did say t- you did tell folks to call in with jokes today, and the lady that you have on the phone is just a wonderful guest. But you did tell folks to call in with jokes. Now, a few minutes ago. <laughs> Somebody called you from a place called Ted's of Beverly Hills. Yes. Now, you you really got to know radio to get that joke. That guy was impersonating a guy named... Oh, he was... I know. You know
10: know what he was doing?
9: Okay, I'm just making sure because I thought he was... Of course I know.
1: Of course I know. And I I know who it was, too, obviously. Okay.
9: (laughs) Well, it wasn't me. All right, I'm telling you right now. Okay, good. (laughs) But that wasn't a joke.
1: That was a spoof. Yeah, that was
9: a bit of a spoof on. If you really do, you have a joke, about-
1: particularly an ethnic joke that's sort of on the edge. Oh well, certainly yes, sir. I hope this Tane, Tane, about, I don't but- know you that well. Will you be offended if we have an ethnic joke on the radio on the where on a show you're on which you're the guest?
6: No, I wouldn't be offended. I might have a few too.
1: That'd be great. Let's, okay, go ahead, <laughs> Kenny. Kenny, let her rip. Let just do it. Okay. What's the difference between a Jewish
9: princess and a 747?
1: I'll be honest with you, I don't know.
9: Okay, the seven forty-seven stops whining after it lands at Miami Beach. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> all right,
9: I'm not, You know what? Every joke I know is horrible, uh, and I'm dead, I think I'm done. So I got my I got my light.
1: <laughs> Kenny, you're a you're a fun person because that I got to listen to. Uh, Thomas is your last name, yes. Yes, sir, yes, okay, sir. Okay, yeah, Thank and, and uh, wow, and so I, I, yeah, you're, and you're a musician, and God, <laughs> yes, anybody, sir. anybody who talks fast is clever, is bright, and has um, um, uh, tasteless jokes. Uh, <laughs> is 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 somebody after my own heart here so uh. oh,
9: i i certainly look up to you sir and i i just am such a big fan of yours and i thank you for everything you do i want to thank you personally for everything that you do
1: what what do i do i just I just, op- I just i just open the radio station to a bunch of characters santa cruz has more <laughs> characters per square inch than any place on the planet uh, even yeah. san francisco i'm not sure true, will agree sir. with I mean, me. If-
9: that's very true, sir, because if you're letting me in the door, then, uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and you too, Kane. It was great to hear you guys, and have a wonderful weekend, you guys.
1: Thank you, you too. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'll see you soon. That opens up a line at four seven nine ten eighty, 1080 in area code 831. 479-1080. And you, you, you heard Ken, you know, stress the fact that I... Oh, that that I invited jokes, you know, because we don't want we don't want the show. I I not that I think for a second that a show in which Tane is the guest can ever get you know dry and boring, but you know we can spice it up a little bit with with some humor. Now you said you have some uh, uh, Tane, go ahead, spice it up. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you with some <laughs> jokes, with some jokes. Well, uh. I I don't mean uh, to put you on the spot. You need a while to think about it. I can... (laughs) Not that spontaneous. Okay. Well, I
6: just know we have a lot of puns with the walks, you know. They come in, and I'll tell them to walk right in and uh, take a walk around the walk shop. Some people get it, some don't. Uh, And I'll just say we have walks. uh, Of course, it's all very redundant. Walks for all walks of life. And uh, we have... um, uh, Walk
1: of Ages and uh, uh, Walk This Way. Walk This Way, please. That's from Young Frankenstein, right? Right. Yeah, the... uh, uh. Walk This Way. Okay, well, in the 1990s, um, like around 96, 97, we did uh, Saturday joke specials here on the Saturday special. And... The two guests were two of the greatest people when it came to telling jokes that I knew. My own father, uh, Bernard McGraw, Barry McGraw, uh, not Bernard McGraw. That's my nephew. Barry, see, I forgot my father's own name, Bernard Zwirling. See, that's my dad's name. Okay, and in in the mid in um, he had had a stroke in nineteen ninety three, and in nineteen ninety six, I think. I I came up with the... Because it didn't wreck his sense of humor at all. It didn't paralyze him. It just sort of took his edge off a little bit, you know. And he was a highly beloved uh, optometrist here in town that people used to love to go to just because it was fun, you know. He was a real character. Um, And he he, he was good at, you know, enjoying jokes and telling jokes and retelling jokes Mm -hmm. and so forth. I see. And then we had another uh, person... uh, Who was a talk host here at one of the station at the station? John Muth, who used to do the noon balloon, and together I thought they would make a great Saturday joke special. My mother and sister were very upset with me because they thought that I would be, you know, making a fool out of my dad. I can't do that, and I wouldn't do that. But I, but dad loved the idea, and he still had a great sense of humor, even though he had had a stroke. So he came on and did some wonderful. We did, I think, we did four joke specials, and they were classic, classic programs. Really, really good. We haven't done uh, two or three shows since then, but nothing as good as as those shows. But in any case, um, I, I do want to. I'm I'm hoping it doesn't matter. It's just gonna. We're just gonna take on. The way things naturally evolve. I mean, this is what the way the show is going to happen here. But I do want to suggest nothing profane, obviously. You know, because we could still get in trouble and lose our broadcast license. Uh, you know, if we're if we're if we're profane, but we can be edgy. We can be. Uh, I just love ethnic humor. I think it's really funny, particularly these days, where. You know, everybody's got a hair trigger. Everybody's humorless, and and if they don't like something, if they're offended by something, they call you racist and everything. And I, I would love to have some of those great ethnic humor jokes um, here on the Saturday special today, if possible. Don't worry. Don't as long as you're not gonna, you know, offend. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, offend people with with. Look. Lots of people could be offended by ethnic humor, right? I mean, that's why I asked you, Tane, if if you would be offended if someone called with with a joke. I mean, I'm Jewish. Not at all. I'm Jewish, so I get a pass. I can tell I can tell Jewish jokes, okay? And my favorite Jewish joke at the moment is is how how was copper wire invented? Two Jews fighting over a penny. Now I I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's a great joke, but some people would say that's terrible. Now, right. if it came from a, from, from a Gentile, I, I would be one of the people who thinks that joke is terrible. But as long as it was told to me by a Jew, and I'm a Jew, you know, who's you know retelling it, it's okay. All right, um, let's go back to the phone lines here. Uh, okay, Philip, Philip, you're on the air with Tain and M.Z.,
11: Hello, Michael. Philip. Hi, Philip. It's that Philip.
1: It's that Philip. It's the Philip who introduced me to Tane.
11: Right. Oh, no. Dr. Shaylen. It's me. How are you? Well, oh, I miss fine. you, Dr.
6: Shalin. When are you going to come out again?
11: Well, you could never tell. We're thinking of uh, moving from Aspen to uh, Denver.
1: Well, that that'll that'll bring you that'll make it won't bring you closer. It'll make you farther away.
6: No, but the, then he's closer to the Denver International Airport. yeah, exactly. uh,
11: DIA. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So in any event, I you know I got your message, Michael. Yes. And um, I figured I would give it a try. I ha- every once in a while, I write Tane and find out you know how's she doing. <laughs> Is she still selling? you know, woks all over the earth. (laughs) And, uh, (coughs) you know, packing all this stuff, I didn't realize how many woks I actually bought from her. I should get some sort of, you know, special dispensation. You can never have enough, uh, you can never have too many woks.
1: That is is the special dispensation. Are you still cooking up a storm, Phil?
11: I am, and because of Tane, I can get a really hot wok. I may have the hottest walk in the neighborhood other than, you know, the restaurants, but uh, I bought this little jet engine from her years mm-hmm. ago, and it's still working fine. <laughs> That's An great. Inexpensive, too, Dr. Shalen. Huh? It was <laughs> inexpensive. also
6: very affordable, yep.
11: yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. In any event, I encourage anybody who's listening to go on the website, um... And just look at all the great stuff you can buy. So,
1: so w- w- you retired from medicine, right? And then you, you're you're some someone who it's it's impossible to you, you can't even imagine being bored. So, so well, one of the actually, things that you decided to do in your retirement—correct me if I'm wrong—is <clears throat> is become a, an Asian cooking maven, right? Well, that's my favorite,
11: and um, if we. ...get to move to Denver, there are a lot of uh, Asian markets, and I can finally, you know, get all of the stuff that I need. In any event, I'm sort of rambling on, Michael. I just wanted to say hello and not, you know, um, say anything inappropriate on the radio. We don't
1: mind if you say something inappropriate on the radio, as long as it doesn't have, um, even if, well, we we do, we have have a dump button that works, right, uh, Griffin? Yeah, so if you were to say something terrible, we we have to be. We, we'd rather you wouldn't, so we don't have to be on our feet to push the button. Okay. <laughs> it's
11: not in my
4: nature.
1: I can't imagine
4: Doctor Slayden doing that. Oh, uh, I PC. can't. Either. Right. No,
1: you're too PC. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a compliment or not. Boy, you, you know what, what? What I hope will happen, and maybe it won't. Because people, they're, they're people are are really scared these days to say something. I, I'm going to tell you the story, Tane, in a little bit about how I almost got killed by by um, n- unreal without realizing. It. I thought I had my red KSEO hat on, but instead I had a re- my my red Make America Great Again hat on. And I went into a, I went into a restaurant on the Embarcadero um, in San Francisco and almost did not emerge because I offended a person who claimed to be a veteran so much that he almost killed me just for wearing that hat. There, I told the story. There, I told the story. Anyhow, Phil, great to hear from you. Best to Nancy and the family, and we want to see your smiling face out here one of these days. It'll happen. Bye, Payne. Great. Have a good one. Let's take our next uh, caller here. That would be uh, Eileen. Is it Eileen in Santa Cruz? Yes, it's Eileen. Hi, hey, Eileen. Z. Okay, you're on with Tane and MZ. Yeah. Uh,
7: okay, so um, I've got something to talk to you about, and it's, but it's really no laughing matter. I've been banned from uh, calling KSEO Radio by Ann and... Um,
1: we, we don't want to... Goodbye. You've just banned by me, too, now. So, um, uh, John and East. I don't want anybody calling... To get off the subject, because that's what screws up the radio station and makes us look bad. So no <coughs> more. So I'm happy. If if Ann if Ann bans somebody, there's a reason. So don't come running to the boss and think you, that I'm going to pull rank because it doesn't happen. Okay, John and Eastside, you're on the air. That's
12: right, Michael. Just remain consistent. Anyway, I got four jokes for
1: you. Oh, good, great. Okay.
12: You'll like these. i got a religious joke, a Mexican joke. i got two Jewish jokes I'll start out with. So are you I'll, Jewish? Uh, no, I'm not.
1: But I had a well, I'm not sure about. you should have a pass for the Jewish jokes. Oh, I have to think Jews. about that. Well, tell them to me first, and then Well, then it might be too they're late, because we only have eight seconds, right, to dump? Yeah.
12: Oh, oh no, these are good. Though. They're, they're not bad at all. Okay, so, good. Why, why do did, why did Jewish people have big noses?
1: Because the air is free?
12: Yes, and then how about the other one? Uh, why do Jewish people get circumcised?
1: Because uh, they want every, uh, they don't like anything that isn't half off.
12: Well, yeah, they all want 30% off of 30%, something. Okay, okay. okay, then you've got... Uh, oh, gosh. We've got, oh, so we, we got, we got Jesus and Moses right at the wharf. They're on vacation, yeah. and they're uh, talking back and forth, like, well, what should we do, you know? And Jesus says to Moses, he goes, oh, the crowd used to love when you parted the sea. Moses is like, yeah, 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 that was a good one. So he goes out to the end of the wharf. He holds his hands up, says his word, and he parts it all the way across the Monterey. Just he's holding it, struggling, because he's old now, you know? Yeah. He's old man, but he's really cool. now. So he lets it close in. He's like, wow. Jesus is like, oh, Moses. He goes, how, how the hell can I top that? that? That's just awesome. He goes, well, they loved when you walked on water. So Jesus goes, yeah, 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 they did. That's a good one. That's easy. So he goes down the ramp where they get the little skiff, and he steps into the water, and he just sinks right in. He comes up. He's just drenched wet. The crowd's looking at him. They're not too sure. And he's like, oh, Moses. He's like, I, I might have lost my faith. But the people, I-, I-, I can't walk on water anymore. It goes, Jesus, you forgot about the holes in your feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then there's a- Here's another one. You've got uh, three guys work for NASA. They're all sitting around, and they're always trying to outdo each other with their countries. One guy's from Mexico. One guy's from Canada. One guy's from the U.S. The Canadian guy says, hey, we're building a spaceship. We're going to go to Jupiter, and we're going to come back and land. They're like, wow, really? The American guys, yeah, we're kind of doing the same thing. Uh, we're going to go to Venus with a ship and come back. The Mexican guy says, "Oh, huh, yeah? He goes, we're building a ship, and we're going to go to the sun. Those two guys are like, what? You can't go to the sun. You'll burn up. That's impossible. They're like, come on. We know that. We're going to go at night while it's dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. For, for calling 479-1080 <laughs> and giving us some it. nice jokes. Is there anybody else out there who wants to call 479-1080 and give us some nice jokes or email mz at ksco.com and give us some nice jokes? They can be they can they can be uh, of questionable taste. In fact, I prefer them to be of questionable taste. What do you think, Keep up Tane? The good work. <laughs> okay. Thank you John. Here's our next caller, Aaron in Monterey. Hi, Aaron in Monterey.
13: Hello, MZ. In between, it's so funny. I
1: I love to I love to tease. I love to tease Griffin here, because Aaron is spelled your Aaron. I assume is spelled A A R O N, right? This is true. Because you're a guy, but 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 E R I N is how Griffin put it up on the board so it would make me think that it's a female Aaron instead of a male Aaron but it's okay it's okay uh, look as long as maybe you don't want to learn anything i mean <clears throat> i still to this day i say nuclear i say i don't i like nuclear power like president bush used to say i know the right way to say it but and i say potty instead of party somebody that I met this week was very upset with me. Where was it at the um, at the Freedom Forum? She says, "Why do you say potty patio? Why don't you just say patio?" And I said, "Because I want to say potty patio. What's wrong with that?" So anyhow, you, you know, it wasn't that terrible, but it's just part of my shtick. Anyhow, go ahead, Aaron. You're on.
13: You're a poet, I think. You know, mm, I don't know, maybe. But what anyhow, a couple—not uh, uh, really a joke, but this is a little bit funny. So my parents were kind of the original hipsters. They came from the Midwest in the late 60s to Monterey because they wanted to do all the fun California stuff that nobody else was doing, things like getting a walk, you know. Um, uh, How long has your shop been up there in San Francisco? 48 years. How long? 48 years. Okay, so we most likely went to your shop, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. And uh, so anyway, the funny thing is, so my, my dad's relatives in the uh, Southern Illinois, um, the cousin my age, came out here, and she could never forget. She said, Pauline, you made me that food in that wok? And she's been blown away since the 80s when that happened. Um, it left that much of an impression, you know, cooking vegetables in this wok. They'd never seen it. They didn't even probably have Chinese food in, in Benton, Illinois at that time. Uh, maybe still don't.
1: Because it wasn't legal?
13: Exactly. <laughs> in no Chinese
1: food <laughs> in certain places, huh?
13: Yeah, but then I also wanted to give you a tip. Have you ever been to this little hole in the wall in Carmel called Tommy's Walk? There's also one in Sausalito. I don't know. Uh, they used to be related, I think, but they sold that one. I've never eaten there. But it's reasonably priced in Carmel, which uh, the real estate there is, you know, uh, all the galleries, so you you wouldn't expect it to be there, but it's a down a little alley. You'll have to look for it. Excellent food.
1: It's called what again, please? Tommy's Walk. Tommy's Walk, okay. Sort of like Tommy's Joint in San Francisco, except Tommy's Walk. You know, yeah. it, should be, it shouldn't be hard to remember. We're talking about walks, and Tommy isn't a hard name to remember. So, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, ahead.
13: so try that out. We're here. One little thing I just remembered, uh, uh, you want to dry out your vegetables a little, right, before you throw them in there. That uh, I heard that a Is one that
1: true, Tane? No. Nah,
13: well, I usually don't.
6: Uh, sometimes you put uh, the juices from there, then you just make a little bit of a gravy with it. But if yeah, you want you don't, strictly you don't have fry, then then you have to douse it a little bit with salt, and then it sweats. And then you can,
13: if you want it that dry, you can just put a cheesecloth and wring it out. So that I think really some of the vegetables, heat. because I, I've even seen these, the Chinese restaurant near me, they put them out in the sun, because uh, the theory is you get the water out, it, it, the water will prevent the oil from coming in, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I uh-huh. think that's, so it's something to play around with.
1: Aaron, how can we thank you for calling 479-1080?
13: Thank me by staying on the air and uh, continuing to improve the content.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty bad lately, huh? So that when we improve it with like a guest like like Tane, then it, we really stand out, huh?
13: Absolutely. And then the other, another guy is that, uh, what's his name? He has uh, Joe Jordan.
1: Oh, yeah, Joe Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on uh, Planet Watch 2 o'clock He's- tomorrow afternoon. He's real He's- smart.
13: He's one. He's wonderful, and I think he's kind of uh, underrated. I would suggest that he kind of drops the Planet Watch thing, because that makes it just sound like a liberal thing, and he's way smarter. Um, He's pretty
1: liberal. He's pretty. He is a little liberal. He's
13: extremely liberal,
1: but he's the nicest liberal. He's not the kind of liberal who, who's vicious and mean and nasty. He's just—he's yeah. just a good-hearted guy, and I, Joe, Joe, is a good friend of mine, and I, I respect him for his his beliefs that he feels very strongly in. You
13: know, that's great. Yes, and sorry to take it off topic, but I think it's really important. I think I like how he talks about everything too. Um, so that's why it's like when he does the planet watch, he's really not—he was on your show, and when he talked about everything, he's really good. Right. Okay, thank
1: you, Aaron. Appreciate Uh your call, the 479-1080. We're going to have to hold you over, Gene, in Santa Cruz. You have some good jokes for us. I hope it'll be worth it. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. All right, so I I was going to say you want to start. We have, like, 40 seconds, but nah, let's just... uh, Tane, uh, can you stay with us uh, for for at least part of, if not all, of next hour? Uh, Stay with you a little bit. uh, Okay. If you have other things to do... Then we totally understand, but uh, and it's and you're a busy person, so you might. But stay with us if you can for as long as you can, and otherwise we'll figure out. Right. You know, yeah. W- maybe the joke thing will, will sort of take on a life of its own by then.
0: Sure. You're listening to KSCO Santa Cruz Salinas Monterey. See a high of 74 today, and a low of 53 this evening. The rest of the week is going to be sitting in the low 70s and high 60s. Now it's time for the Saturday special with Michael Zwerling. Hour two thereof. Okay, ready for our
1: hour two opening jingle? Of course.
4: Oh, hello, darling. I hate to hang up on you, but...
1: We are having a delightful Saturday special today with Tane Chan of the uh, Walk Shop in Chinatown in San Francisco. Having lots of fun. Hope you'll join us.
4: I'm sorry, baby, but I really gotta go to KSCO Radio. Bye.
1: Okay, um, so this is real important here. And, you know, not only for this show, but for the, the all KSCO talk shows in the future. We want people to stay to on the subject. We don't want people wrecking the show by calling us up and, and having their personal little... Um, um, in telling their personal little story about having been banned from calling. If you've been banned by calling... There's a reason you've been banned by calling. Don't call the radio show and turn me against you also. If you have a problem, you can send me an email, mz at ksco.com. Anyhow, so from now on, let's make sure that when, when when people are calling in, this is to everybody, please stay on subject. And on with this program, staying on subject means talking to our guest, Tane, about cooking and her background and walks and... And and uh, and and uh, uh, semi um, semi dirty jokes, or ethnic jokes. Okay, because that's the subject for this hour, the two hours today. Okay, if you're going to talk about anything else, good. Someone hung up because obviously she got the message. Okay, and um, let's make that a standard part of the um, of the uh, um, screening process. Okay, well, we we put in on the screen what the to- what the topic is that they want to talk about, and then I'll know. And we want people to stick to that topic, okay? There aren't many rules here at KSCO, but that's, that's one that we, we have because we want the programs to not be um, uh, destroyed. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's bring Tane back on here uh, and lock her in. Okay, and we were, uh, we were talking with Jean and Santa Cruz about jokes. Gene, are you still there? Uh, maybe I have to bring. It looks like I'm you're
4: here.
1: No, well, Tane is, but what about Gene? Gene, are you there now?
14: Gina.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Gina. Sorry. Okay. Um, thanks for waiting over the break. Uh, it's all yours.
14: Well, do you remember
1: Tongs, Chef Tong? Yes, and I was going to ask uh, Tane about about. Remember Chef Francis Tong, Tane? Many, you know, in the '80s here in Santa Cruz, I would think that he might have been one of your customers, but maybe not.
14: He had a little hole in the wall across from the old bus depot. Exactly. Down where he started. Uh-huh. And then they had another one in Aptos. They had a Pinza, Chinese pizza place, next to oh. the P. What was the pocket really close to where your station is?
1: That was the son, I think, of, of Chef Tong after he passed away. I think. No. Maybe. Yeah, um...
14: Tommy... Tommy was running that and it was pinza. It became um, kind of a freezer section item, but they did it first. They had a pizza on uh, Chinese pizza on pizza dough, and the sauces were based on traditional Chinese dishes like black bean sauce, or they'd have like sort of a Hawaiian Chinese pizza with ham. And it was amazing, actually. It was very good. All the things you'd get on it. Rice, you'd get on a pizza dough. And I worked there with Claudia Valela when we were 22 or so. She's a local jazz singer. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But that was the last incarnation of the Tongs restaurant.
1: Yeah, that was great. So, Tane, uh, Tane are you still? Yeah, you're, we got you locked in, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Okay. So, do you remember anything about Chef Tong in Santa Cruz? No, not at okay, all. Okay, okay. Well, d- just, I'm sure some Hi. of the people listening... So
6: I'm. I'm just, I, I, I'm
1: i stuck to my store. It's okay. Well, minutes. the reason I thought you might know is because, you know, I figured he would have been one of your customers because he was a guy that ran, I think, w- what turned out to be the first Sichuan restaurant on the West Coast. And that was called the New Riverside Chinese Sichuan restaurant that was open around 19... 19- 73, 74, right here in Santa Cruz. Um and and then of course Sichuan style Chinese cooking became very, very popular everywhere in the in the United States. But um Chef Tong had gotten into some kind of trouble. I think he he was sort of addicted to gambling or something. And he was actually a friend of mine. He was a really good guy. Um, and uh, he, got, um, he got into some legal trouble um, and uh, he ended up, they ended up letting him out on furlough, on work furlough. He would have been the manager of this new Riverside Chinese Sichuan restaurant. No one knew that he would was, could, could or would be a chef, but that's what they let him out to be. He was a very personable guy, just a, a great personality, a lot of charisma and everything. And he turned out to be one heck of a uh, Sichuan chef himself, oh. you know. And so, oh yeah, I I really miss that. And and I thank thank Jean very much for for calling in. Now, do you have some jokes, Gene? I do. Okay, go for it.
14: Okay, so there's a few um, heavily battered women's shelters. There's the Smith House. There's the Dubois House. These are secret locations, but they have one. For lightly battered women, it's called the tempura house. <laughs> For lightly battered woman, I got it. Lightly
1: battered. I, it took me house. a while, but I got it, too. Did you what? get it? Are Did they mostly
6: it? Asians there? <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> Jean, Jean, without saying who you are, is yes. d- d- what's the first letter of your last name? R. Okay. Thank you very much for calling. I have,
14: I have one more. Oh, that's
1: right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. To be you
14: fair, to be fair. So when men get to a certain age, they get their prostate checked.
1: And it's and not doctor, pleasant at all. I can oh, attest I'm, to that. Well,
14: well, sometimes when the doctor's there, he stimulates the prostate for prostate health, but we have therapists for that. They're called prostate toots.
1: <laughs> that's very, very good. That's very, Thank you. very. Those good.
14: are my original <clears throat> homegrown Santa Cruz. jokes.
1: Oh, they're great! Thank you so much for calling four seven nine ten. Perfect jokes. Perf- that, those are two of the most perfect jokes. Couldn't have, couldn't have come up with better ones, because they're not dirty. Uh, May uh, West.
14: They're May Westisms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Come
14: up, isn't that how they came up with PG and R and all that? Because Mae West was saying words you shouldn't say, so they had to make all these rules. So she found her way around that. My right leg is Christmas. My left leg is New Year's. Come and see me between the holidays sometime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. G- get Jean's number. I want to I want to call Jean and have her fill in. It, 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 what, can I talk you into fill in, being a fill-in sure. host on KSEO? Sure. Okay, great. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, don't let it go. I won't let you go until uh, Griffin has your name. And do not transpose the numbers. And you're a young guy, so you don't need reading glasses, uh, uh, Griffin. Have you got it? Okay, good. Uh, Gene, uh, I I hope someone from KSCO will be contacting you shortly because those are great jokes. Oh,
13: thank you very much. Yeah,
1: thank you. Okay. Uh, Mike in Santa Cruz has a joke. Go ahead, Mike. Tell it. Uh,
10: Thanks a lot. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for the show. Uh, It's not a dirty joke. I, I think it's okay, you know family safe okay the so one time the uh, the Pope he came to America and he insisted on driving his own limo uh, the limo driver the chauffeur was not very happy about that but hey you know it's the Pope what are you gonna do right yeah so the Pope gets in the limo and he's just driving like a maniac I mean just just a real nut job and sure enough he gets pulled over and a cop walks up to the limo and he wraps on the blackout window, and the Pope rolls the window down, and the cop's eyes get kind of big, and he says, just a minute. He goes back to his patrol car, and he calls the chief, and the chief says, what the heck do you want? I'm busy. And he says, oh, man, I just pulled over somebody really important. And the chief says, oh, man, did you pull the mayor over? Oh, no, it ain't the mayor. And he says, oh, Christ. You pulled over the governor? Oh, no, it ain't the governor. Oh, for God's sake, you pulled over the president? No, it ain't the president. I don't know who it is, but the Pope is his chauffeur.
1: (laughs) That's pretty good. Hey, thank you, Mike. Thanks for calling 479-1080. Sal in Denver has a joke. Hi, Sal in Denver with a joke. All
10: right. Just remember, everybody, if you send MZ uh, an email, he'll never answer anyway. So that's not even a joke, but that's true. But, what, what
1: did you just uh, say? What did
10: you just say? I, s- I said if you send MZ email, he'll respond to you anyway.
1: Why would you say such a thing when it's un- so because untrue? Because a
10: fact. I'm too lazy to lie to you.
1: So much for him. Uh, okay, who's next here? Um yeah, you, you know, people who who call and abuse someone who does nothing but provide a life for them, like this guy who calls every KSCO show because he doesn't have a life, um, and, and, then, and then abuses me, the last person who should be abused isn't welcome anymore. See you, Sal, you've turned me against you too. Okay, now wait a minute. Are you sure? Are you sure you have a joke, Mickey? I do. And you're not gonna. And and the joke isn't isn't gonna knock us off track here. No, it's not. Okay, go ahead.
6: I think the best jokes are the ones that you can make up yourself as you're going along. Okay. Those are called. What are those called? Those jokes are called um, improv. I don't know. Okay. I do it all the time. Go. See, for instance, I'm at my exercise class, and I go and I I get on this. I go to use this machine and. And it won't work. And the guy says, "Oh, it's older. You have to sit on it bef- to turn it on." I said, "Well, I said well, that's what I had to do at my honeymoon."
1: Oh, well, that's that's okay, not bad. You. I mean, and it's and it's. Thank you for calling four seven nine ten eighty. You did you enjoy that Oh, <laughs> Well. I got it. <laughs> okay, did you enjoy it, Griffin? You can come on the mic. It's okay. You you can turn on the mic. It's it's you don't be afraid.
0: Well, thank you for the encouraging words.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you did you enjoy that last? Yeah, it was I mean, it was good. It was fine joke. Maybe the delivery could use some uh some work.
1: Okay. Um, there, there are no other callers on the line with jokes. Does that mean, does that mean our entire audience, our entire remaining audience, is humorless? Can that be what that means, or can it mean that we've offended so many people that there's nobody left in our audience? What can that mean? What do you think, uh, Dane? Uh, it's Saturday morning, and uh, maybe they. Well, now the phone lines are just decided to jam, to get jammed. Okay. So I guess yeah, all I yeah. needed to do was tell people that we didn't have any calls. Oh. And now I think we have one line left to go in. So, um, <laughs> now they're all jams. <laughs> Oy vey. Um Well, as soon as Griffin, he's got an amazing screening job to do here. So, um, yeah, uh. Oh, here we go. I'll just take next, okay? Hey, Tane, Tain, you're locked in. Good. I I don't want to make sure. I want to make sure we don't lose you. Okay. Who is this? I forgot. This is Mickey again. Oh, uh, Mickey. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay? Y- yeah, yeah. Here. We, okay. we we don't we don't take the same. We don't have more than one call, ever. Griffin. 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 He's, he, no no more calls from... We don't take more than one call per show from the same person. Okay. Uh, Billy uh, in Pacific Grove. Billy Bash.
15: All right. Good to talk to you, M.C. Uh, I wanted to just tell you the one It's a good uh, political joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is lighthearted. Uh, but I have to use... Now, if there's any Native Americans out there listening, don't take it offensively. But if I don't use it in a, in a Tonto kind of voice, it, it the, the joke's not worth anything.
1: Okay. Okay, All right, you've so, you've 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 prepared us. Go ahead. Yes,
15: yes. Okay, so here comes this uh, Native American older man dragging in to a diner in Texas a large buffalo, and he's got him on a chain. He's got a double barrel shotgun in one hand. So he comes in, and it's predominantly uh, Anglo people in there, and they're they're a little disturbed. I mean, not because he's Native American necessarily, but because he's dragging in a big buffalo, big bull. So he comes in, and he says, me, want coffee. And the guy looks at him and says, okay. So he gives him a cup of coffee. So the guy, he drinks, so the, the Native American drinks, drinks the coffee, turns around, takes the gun, and, and shoots the buffalo and leaves him there. Leaves the place. Everybody's freaking out. Oh, my like, God, what's this? So they call the sheriff to try to pick this crazy guy up. All right. Well, the sheriff couldn't find him. Next day, he shows up again with another bull elephant. I mean, excuse me, Bull, uh, you know, Buffalo. Yes. Okay, so the guy, they're real disturbed. Hey, hey, the guy behind the counter, hey, look here, and he calls him Chief, you know, because he's mad. Hey, Chief, look, wait a minute now. Yesterday you came in here, and he says, what do you want now? And he goes, me, want a cup of coffee. He goes, "Uh, that's all? He goes, me. He says, what are you you doing? What are you doing? He says, I'm preparing to be, I'm practicing to be congressman, to be to be um you know senator he goes wait a minute I don't get it he goes me to show you so he says what I do is I come in, I get I drink coffee I shoot the bull and I leave the mess for you to pick it up <laughs> okay I love that what? <laughs> Good
1: that is a good one. Yes. Okay, that's enough. Thank that's you. Enough for my rhetoric. Thank you so, thank you nice so much, doctor. Billy Bash. Here comes Mike in Soquel. What do you have for us, Mike?
10: Okay, I have a joke of Maxine Waters, and before I say it, it's more about her IQ,
3: not her race. So no one takes okay. It to okay. So you know why Maxine Waters cannot eat titty rolls? No. She might bite her fingers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, any more, or, or is that that's good enough? I mean, for sure. But uh, yeah. thank you. Okay, Bye. thanks. Uh, now, uh, fr- uh, Frank in Santa Cruz. By the way, lines are now fully open because when we when the lines jammed, uh, you know, a couple of minutes ago, um, I guess people a, a lot of those people hung up before I even gave them the, the before I even uh, selected their call to go on. But anyhow, go ahead, Frank in Santa Cruz. You're on.
4: Yes. This uh the Chinaman went to the uh eye do the um uh, the uh, the eye doctor. Yeah the, the doctor looked at him and he says, Yeah he says, I think you have a cataract. He says, No, me no have a cataract. We have a rink and cut in it Oh, God, okay, Lincoln. All right. right. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Now, okay. now that, that's that's sort one? of an edgy thing because Chinaman is not a complimentary Chinaman
6: term. Chinaman is not a
1: nice. Term. Yeah, it's not a nice thing then, to say. But and we are acknowledging that. But at least we're at least we're acknowledging that it's a not not a nice thing to say. But thank you, Frank, for calling. I have in. another one. Oh, you do? Okay, good.
4: Yeah. Uh, now let's, let's see. <laughs> uh, you forgot it. Now. Sort of like is, me. It, it it that the. Uh, Chinese emperor, he sent a telegram to the uh, president, okay. President Trump. Yeah. He says, rats are ruck in your new erection.
1: <laughs>
4: okay, I got it. All uh, right. Ethnic jokes. All right.
1: Okay, thank you, Frank, in Santa Cruz. Now, Robert in Santa Cruz, <laughs> what do you have for us, Robert?
9: It's a really easy joke, but it, it I think it's funny. Okay. So why were the Native Americans first?
1: I'll be honest with you. I don't know.
9: Because they had reservations.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. (laughs) And that's very clean. That's it. Very clean. Thank you so much. Jeff. Jeff in Salinas. Jeff. Hi, Jeff.
3: Hi. Uh, I got a joke about uh, Moses and Jesus. Okay. Okay. Moses and Jesus were both pretty good golfers, but they decided to have a match to see who was the better golfer, and they're tied up all the way through the the golf game until they get the last hole, and there's a pond in between where they hit the ball and where the green is, and so uh, Moses says, well, that's a pretty tough shot. I'm going to take the long way around the pond and get on the green and hope to make it by par. And uh, Jesus says, well, you know, I was watching Arnold Palmer in a match once, and he had a shot just like this. He shot it way up over the pond and got on the green and, and won the match under par. And uh, Moses says, well, go ahead, take your shot. And Jesus rears back, hits the ball, it goes straight up and lands right in the middle of the pond. And, of course, Jesus can walk on water, so he's walking on the pond looking for his ball. In the meantime, a couple other golfers come up behind him and said, who does that guy think he is, Jesus Christ?
1: (laughs) Moses said, no,
3: he is Jesus Christ. He thinks he's Arnold Palmer.
1: Oh, (laughs) that's not bad. Thank you, Jeff and Salinas. Appreciate your call to 479 1080. Here is Jeff in Santa Cruz. Another Jeff or the same Jeff? No, there's another Jeff in Santa Cruz. Oh, of course. That's I know that. that, Jeff. There's nobody who sounds yeah. quite like you. Go ahead, Jeff. You're on. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, y'all. Hey, you know how Asian people name their children? No. They take a ping-pong ball and slap it up against the wall, and it goes, ping pong, ping pong, ping dong go That's how they date their children. What
1: a terrible joke.
4: I <laughs> know. Bye. I'll see you later.
1: Okay, bye-bye here. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, BB in Scotts Valley.
4: I didn't think it was that bad. Listen, uh, the the lady who has the walk shop in San Francisco, does she have a catalog? And if she does, could you, uh, how do I, how, how do I get hit? it? <laughs>
1: do, does anybody have printed catalogs that cost a fortune to print and a fortune to mail on the snail mail? I don't think anybody does anymore, but maybe you oh, do, take Oh, good Lord, I get Cheap. 20 a month. Sorry, we're just online,
6: walkshop.com. It's very user-friendly. Okay, mm-hmm.
4: very good. And we Thank ship right
6: much. away. Yeah, we have a very good uh, presence, and uh, we really care about our customers, so you'll get a reply okay, right you. away.
4: It's walkshop.com.
6: Okay, thank you mm-hmm. very much. Okay, hope to hear from you, Jean.
1: Very good. Um, so, yeah, the, so the program has evolved into a joke program, which is fun, because we like to brighten people's lives, and the best way I know to brighten people's lives is to make them laugh, I you know? Agree.
4: If you're still
1: on with me, I agree. <laughs> uh, you, yes. Well, even if, even if we weren't still on with you, I think you would agree, right? I
4: would, definitely.
1: Agree. You know, it sort of reminds me of the time they say, if I don't see you, have a good trip. Well, does that mean oh. if you do see me before I go on the trip, I shouldn't have a good trip?
4: Or does that mean you have to fall on your face? Yeah. Uh, okay, I made
1: one. <laughs> uh, good. All right. Very good. excellent. Thank you very much. BB okay. in Scott's Valley. Well, Here comes Terry in Capitola. Oh my God! It's it's Warren Board Terry. I recognize the you're back from China.
5: Uh, yes, I am back from China, but I'm going to tell a Jewish joke. Okay. That's okay.
1: Well, uh, I can if I forgot whether you're Jewish and I don't think you are.
5: I'm part. You know. Okay. Well,
1: uh, the other. Okay, that's fine. That'll work.
5: Yeah. No, you'll like it. It's humorous. Okay. Uh, so uh, Abe Statt- Safferstein passes away, and his wife uh, wants to put a, uh, edit- a uh, obituary in the New York Times. So she calls him up and goes on and on about his wonderful life. And at some point, the, uh, the obituary uh, uh, editor stops and says, you know, uh, these are not free. We do charge for obituaries. She says, oh. He says, we charge by the word. She says, oh, well, let me call you back. And um, um, so she calls back, and she says, Okay, I got it here. Ape Saperstein died. She says, Yeah, we charge by the word, but there's a six word minimum. Says, <laughs> oh. Let me call you back. Yeah. So she calls back and she says, Ape Saperstein died, Cadillac for
1: sale. Wait a second, say that again, I missed it. It
5: said, Ape Saperstein died, Cadillac for sale. <laughs> pretty <laughs>
1: good that's very good, warm War Terry did you have a good good trip this time in 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 China? Oh
5: yes, I did yes, Wait a, wait a minute business. why
1: is that we're not we don't have news at the bottom of the hour. Why did that come on because I'm an idiot and left the pot open. Sorry, Terry, what did you say
5: I said, yes, I had a great trip. We should get together and have lunch and we'll talk about uh, it
1: you know we we need to do that All I did call you when I was back in town, but then you were out of it yeah exactly All well right. you're in town uh, you're in town next week uh probably not yeah i'm headed for the longevity convention in south in southland but i'll be around probably i don't know i don't know i know know your number you know mine and we'll take it from there thanks for calling the saturday special with a great joke here's steve in santa cruz who has a joke hi steve
3: yes hi sir michael um i like your show uh i just made this up and may or may not be funny but um related to your subject Uh, You know the band Aerosmith? No. Okay. They're a rock band. They're a rock band. Okay, They have a song.
1: Yes. And it's a
3: later subject. But what they say to their fans, walk this way, talk this way. You don't get it. Uh Uh-huh. No, it's walk this way.
1: Walk this way. Well, Kane's been saying a lot of that kind of stuff all during the program.
3: Yeah, but it's walk this way. So it's related. You don't get it.
1: Walk this way, like from Young Frankenstein. Walk this way, please.
3: Exactly. Yeah, of
1: course. I, you weren't listening. i we even talked about that. But it's I okay. I didn't know that came it's, out It's it's okay. It's okay. Oh, we appreciate okay. that you gave it a whirl. What did you I tried. What did you say, Tane? No, he wasn't
6: listening. I guess it's okay. That's a re- sure redundant now.
1: <laughs> right. Yes. So uh, we have totally open lines at 100 percent. Open lines. This is terrible. How could we have open lines on a popular, or what's supposed to be a popular, talk radio program on your favorite radio station? There must be some mistake. I know the phone system is down, right? Is that... I, I hope that's the reason. Because the only other reason could... The only other thing it could be is that we're not entertaining people sufficiently, right? Well, okay, we're getting some calls now. Okay, we're getting more calls now. We're getting more calls now. We have two lines, only two lines open. I don't want people to hang up if they have a joke and if they have a relevant call. I don't want you to call and and bitch about having been banned from the program, okay? Don't do that and don't knock us off track. Either tell us a joke or ask tane an, appro- an appropriate question. Okay? Uh Bill in Watsonville you're on.
3: So, MZ.
9: Yes, little
1: sir.
3: kid little kid's looking at his mother's driver's license and he bursts out laughing. And she says, "What's so funny?" He says, "You got an F in sex." <laughs> <laughs>
1: It took it took me a while. It didn't take Tane a while. Tane's a lot smart, sharper than I am. But 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 anyhow, uh, thank you, Bill. Um, appreciate it. That's a good one. Okay, here's. Uh, Here's Rosie. Hi, Rosie. What a pleasant hey, surprise. good
4: morning, good morning. I, I don't have any jokes, but some of these jokes have been great. I had a question for your guests. It's a great conversation. I wanted to get back to the cooking with the wok scenario there. When I, I have a cast iron wok, which has a small flat bottom, and I cook on gas, and I use it a lot because it's a wonderful method and there's almost no washing up, what oil do you recommend to use in a wok? Well, uh,
6: if, you're not, uh, if you're not allergic to, to nuts or peanuts, uh, the Chinese prefer peanut oil because it has a very high uh, uh, cooking point uh, and it uh, doesn't smoke. But uh, if you're allergic to peanuts, well, then uh, canola oil or vegetable oil is fine, but never sesame oil. That's too thick and too flavorful.
1: Oh, but and uh, well, what about the whole idea of the uh, superheating ma- uh, turning into trans fat? You know, the oil. What about that? Because that's supposed to be super unhealthy for you, right?
6: Super unhealthy. Well, peanut oil is can take that high that that heat without smoking. and it without breaking uh, down. Without, yes, that's why they use a peanut oil. Unless you're allergic to peanuts, then of course you're just going to go back to canola or vegetable oil. And or is there
1: such thing as someone who's allergic to peanuts but not allergic to peanut oil? Is that sort of a stupid question that I just asked? Uh, In my opinion, that's a good yes. Question, In Rosie's opinion, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, the the okay, the, the, the audience will disregard that last stupid question that I just <laughs> asked. Okay.
4: Okay, and then I had another question, which is, I, I, you, I like to do vegetable stir-fries, and I might throw in a little chicken or something on the top of it, but I find that um, I need to take the vegetables out and put them on the dish and put the next vegetable in, and I'm not quite sure what I'm doing wrong there. Should I just leave them all in so that the flavors meld? I mean, if you put onions in, which you put in first to, you know, get going like a a green onion a spring onion um should you just take them out and do the next one or do you do you think it's a good idea to put them all in together at the same time no,
6: you're absolutely doing the right thing. You, uh, uh, all di- uh, vegetables all have different cooking times and moisture content. Yeah. So when you just throw in those uh, onions and uh, stir-fry them quickly and remove them, and then the next vegetable, because everything is done so quickly. And then just before serving, you consolidate everything. Nothing's overcooked then
4: on your veggies. Oh, Perfect, yeah, separately Thank you so mm-hmm. much. great. And I, I, I look forward to coming to your store when I come up to the
1: city and, and Rosie does that quite a bit because rosie goes Rosie goes and is everywhere. Rosie does our morning show for three hours each weekday. Can you believe that? I mean, yeah. Well,
4: I love to talk about cooking and food and stuff like that. So, great suggestion. Thanks so much. Keep up the
1: great work. Okay. Thank thank you for calling in, Rosie. And we do have quite a, a number of people, but we do have two or three open lines uh, at 479 1080. That's in area 831. Okay. Go, uh, uh, Rory in Watsonville has a question for Tane.
16: Yes. Uh, quick question for your guest. And thanks for taking my call. Nate, what is the the best Chinese restaurant opinion in the Central Coast, Santa Cruz, Monterey area that is authentic, doesn't use MSG, the real deal?
4: I can't
6: I, answer I that. that. I, I, I'm not familiar at all down in Monterey, Salinas area.
16: Okay, how about San the Chinese restaurants there? Tonight? And I don't
6: hear much about about them up here. Maybe they do come in and they'll buy a walk or something, but they'll just say that
1: they're from out of town or they don't go into detail. It's sort of, I, I, I think, Rory, I think we're putting Tane on the spot because okay, even right. if you ask her about what what the favorite restaurant is in, in her own town, you know, if she yeah. were to tell us, think about what, the, you know what get I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's sort of like My if we problem. have an advertiser on the radio that's station right. and they want it. us to say, oh, they want an endorsement from... Right, that means we'll you. never we'll never get another advertiser in the same <laughs> business. So you, you got to sure. be sort of careful. Yeah. Um, okay,
16: so uh, a question. Uh, I grew up in Southern California in the San Gabriel Valley, and then, oh, late 70s, early 80s, when the uh, 99-year lease on Hong Kong was coming up, a lot of uh, Chinese out of Hong Kong started investing in, in property in Southern Cal. And then since then, there's been a lot of Chinese money coming out of mainland China and investing. So consequently, there's a lot of nice Chinese families that have moved in there. And I know that in their new houses, when they build these new houses, they actually have a a, a room off the kitchen for their walk exclusively with extra heavy-duty fans to pull out any of the uh, the oil from the cooking. So I don't know if people knew that. That was something that they do routinely. And the other question was, and you can look this up online here, a couple of years ago, I think it was in Arcadia, there was a store that caters to the Chinese, it was a Chinese store, and somebody went in there, a non-Chinese, and they saw frozen raccoons in the, in the freezer section. And I was wondering if, if your guest knew what was the connection with Chinese cuisine and raccoons, because they literally had raccoons frozen in a bag uh, for sale. It's probably is that a something stuffed that...
6: animal. What's that? It's probably a stuffed animal that belonged to their kid. A stuffed animal. You a stuffed
16: <laughs> raccoon in there. You, you got a great. Really?
1: To do. Isn't Tane wonderful? Oh, she really yeah, is. Yeah, I yeah. want her to be a talk host on KSCO. She, she should
16: be a <laughs> diplomat. She's very good. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, anyway,
16: great, great show. I've learned a lot, and I'll I'll look into the uh, peanut oil angle
1: on the walk yeah good okay thank you rory yeah, and watsonville uh yeah. we do have some lines open at 831-479-1080 we've got lots of email space at mz at ksco.com you know the email that i never answer you know you know that one gordy and deer creek uh has a cooking tip
3: yeah uh rice bran oil is much better than any other oil for cooking because it has an extremely high vapor point. And also, I've been using this for, oh, two years now. And if I mix it with uh, some other oil, some light oil, um, you know, like um, you know, whatever your favorite, you know, olive oil or whatever, uh, it's great on salads and so forth. And it lowers your cholesterol level tremendously. So I use the rice pan oil because I cook in the small quarters here. And it doesn't stink up the place with a lot of smoke, so I just put that at that tip You okay. can buy it at the bulk restaurant supply places in five-gallon containers. And for doing things like uh, turkeys, you know, deep frying, it's absolutely great. Who
1: who is clanging pots? Because they're, they're it's very loud and it's going over the radio here. Is that you, Gordy? Oh no, it's not on this. I it? wonder where that's coming from. Anyhow. Um, so thank you for sharing, uh, that, that brings to mind a question that I have for Tane, um, about, about oils. You know, <clears throat> um, I think I've told this story before, um, maybe I was my mother's favorite more recently, but back in, in the early days, uh, my, my father, uh, my, my, sister was my father's favorite and my brother, my older brother was my mother's favorite, um, And if it wasn't for Nana, my mother's mother, my grandmother, I would have been nobody's favorite, poor MZ. But um, because I was Nana's favorite, I got to, um, she taught me her uh, recipe for Nana's meatballs, which are the best meatballs you'll ever have. And it took forever to make these things the way I I was uh, taught by Nana. But a few years ago, I decided, you know what, if I were to, um just drop the part of the of the uh recipe that called for um you know frying the meatballs and then and then you know boiling them into a sauce you know that's just out of this world if i just went directly from rolling the meatballs in my hand and then throwing them into the sauce and just letting them simmer that way i i would make them my nana's meatballs would be much healthier because they wouldn't have all that oil and that trans fat in them and everything, um, and uh, and I wonder if they would taste not as good. Well, it tasted exactly the same, and I think it was better for you. So I, I guess with wok cooking, I there's no way to just sear it with water, is there? You have to have oil, is that right, Tane? A little bit of oil, yes, to fill in the juices but not a, not necessarily a lot
6: no and always uh, preheat your wok little bit of oil and it'll glide around that bottom and then and heat the oil before you throw in your ingredients you always preheat preheat oh. never oil in a cold never put oil in a cold wok and never put food in cold oil preheat preheat
1: that should be easy to remember. I hope I don't reverse it because that's the when I make mistakes, it's that, that kind of a mistake I tend to make. George says, what happened to the jokes? Uh, did you hear about the guy with five penises? His pants fit like a glove. Cheer up, Rusty. Okay. <laughs> that's not <nice. Okay. laughs> his pants fit like a glove. That's pretty good. Okay, do we have another? Yeah, I have to do take next. Okay, take next. Ready? Uh, Tony in Santa Cruz has a joke. Yes, sir. What is have... it? Tony, what happened to you? Are you not... Can you hear me? You're in a horrible cell phone, so call back from a better place, okay? Uh, okay Sorry well, bye. about that. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, so Tane, um what about um what what about our our um the political state of our country? Do you have a comment? What state are we in? California. <laughs> what kind of state are we in? Well, we're in a state. We're in a state of the the one thing that state. We're in a state of of sadness, I think, because it, it, we've I've never seen so much polarization. You know, uh, people have have lost friendships and and you know discarded their friends because. The friend is a Trump supporter, and they're a Hillary supporter or a it's Trump extreme. leader or whatever. Yeah. So is, no, middle, no middle, no middle. And, 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 is it, and, I, and I know, I, I, you don't even need to tell me if, if you, but, you know, without, without, I, I'm proud to tell people on KSCO that I am a very, very uh, a, a, a positive, forceful trump uh supporter i love this president i don't know if i've lost some points with you but i i I don't dislike people who don't agree with me in fact i'd like to provide a forum for them you know here on the radio station for for them to tell us why trump isn't a good president there are plenty of those i think most of the people more more of the people than not who listen to KSEO KSO and cho- choose to participate by calling the talk radio shows that we produce, I think are Trump supporters. But we welcome people who are not, unless they get just nasty and, and use terms like Nazis. and it, Just have a having a civil discussion is, is all I want to do, even though I kid around a lot and like to tell jokes. Um, do, you, do you have anything to, to say about that without putting you on the spot at all? Because yeah, I know you're... I mean- because San... I agree with you,
6: Mike. I uh, I'm
1: a Trump supporter. Wow, boy, do you have guts? My, I, I mean, I I like you more. And more not not, all not my business. Not as much. Not business. Not just because you're a Trump supporter, more <laughs> because you're a San Francisco business owner
13: mm-hmm. that would
1: have the guts to say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love you. You've you you've, I, I you're, really you've become I, in you've succeeded in becoming one of my favorite people <laughs> on this show. You already were were way up there on, just from <laughs> meeting you two or three times, but as a result of your saying what you just said, no wonder I like you so much. You think straight. You really do. I do. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know what I want.
6: I know what I I know what's good for me. I know what's good for my business.
1: Uh, and I just want that to continue. So is your, business, is your business a lot n- noticeably better since Trump became our president? Well, business hasn't
6: dropped. Let's put it that way, Michael. It's good. Business is good. And when it's good, I'm happy with apparently it's uh, good for, for me, good for America. It's um, mom-pop stories, backbone of America. And if we're doing well, uh, that's, that says a lot.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know if you listen to talk radio, but um, <clears throat> there's a guy named Michael Savage who's who's based in the Bay Area. Yes, uh huh. Did you ever listen to him? Yes, I had. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know all about Michael Savage. He might have even he might even be a customer of yours, because I know he mm-hmm. hangs around Chinatown and North Beach. You might right. find him every mm-hmm. once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And Michael is famous. For uh, using a term that I think is very a, a phrase that is very pejorative, um, that he borrowed from my good friend Roy Masters, and that is liberalism is a mental disorder. I think he's I think he wrote a book that has that's titled something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and though I say and want to be a voice for everyone on this on KSCO. Some of the crazy, illogical arguments that are voiced and the, the venom that come, comes forth by Trump haters who are extreme leftist liberals make me think that Roy Masters, who's a good friend of mine and Michael Savage, who, who knows me and I know him a little bit, we've only, we met on the telephone a few times, is right on. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I hate to have to say that. I, I, I really, and I know if my mother were here, she would certainly agree, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyhow, we only have a few minutes left, so we got a number of callers here that want to get on the air. Um... Wow, I mean, I had no idea. I had no idea mm-hmm. that you were a Trump supporter or that you would say you would announce on, a, on a radio station uh, proudly that, that you know we don't have this enormous live audience necessarily, but everything we do is recorded and, and goes into right. a um, you know, goes into our archives. And so mm-hmm. th- it, it has the ability, to be shared with everybody worldwide instantly, whether they're listening to the radio show live or not. Okay. So my my hats off to you, Tane. Really, I mean, I seriously. Not so much again because you're a, a Trump supporter, but that you had the guts to announce that you're that you're in business in San Francisco, and you don't give a bleep what people think. If people if people don't want to come to the walk shop because of what they what what you just announced then that's their loss (laughs) exactly wow wow that is so cool okay take next that's gail in monterey who has a joke hey gail
7: okay this is one of my favorite jokes but i don't i don't think everybody will think it's funny but but it's not my joke yeah it Anyway, heredity. In other words, means, if they don't like
1: it, then don't hold it against you.
7: Yeah, yeah. Heredity means if your parents didn't have any children, you won't have any children either.
13: Huh?
1: That makes perfect sense. And and, and
7: Well, because you, there's no, you can't have. You can't have children, children if because you're, there's
1: because there's no you. That's right. See, I'm not as stupid as I look or sound. Oh my God, <laughs> I always liked it because it was, because
7: uh, it was had that that kind of uh, quirk in the middle of it.
1: Right. Okay. Thank you for sharing. That was Gail in Monterey. Here's uh, Chuck in Santa Cruz. Chuck, what's your joke? Um, my. This,
3: I made it up and I was hearing about everything going on with all the politicians. Yeah, ba- like back off had... back
1: off from your cell phone a little bit, Mike. Oh, sorry. Because it's, um, it's sort I... of distorting, okay?
3: Okay, is this better? Yeah, thank you. Okay, this is in dedication to you. I made this up since you're having all the problems with the politicians and everything there. It's what you call a gathering of
1: politicians. What?
3: Artificial intelligence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, very good. And
3: can I just say, um, I was in Chinatown for a family reunion for a dinner um, like 40 years ago.
1: Yeah, back and, off some more because you're still disto- oh, sorry. You're distorting
3: I was, again. I was in Chinatown for a family gathering. And I remember it was one of the first meals I had with the grannies and stuff. And I had to take a walk outside when they were eating a squab head. Because it kind of grossed me out being I was a young kid and never experienced it before. And I walked into her shop, and she was so kind and understanding, and explaining stuff to me. I
1: have never forgotten that. You're talking about Tane, our guest, right now? Yes, I am. Wow, that's great. It doesn't surprise me though. I've heard nothing but positive things about Tane. She's got it. She's the. Re- she has the reputation she has for. Lots yep, of good, good, good reasons. She's consistent like you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Tony. Let's be strong. I mean, thank we you, uh, Chuck, in Santa Cruz, rather. Now we're going to go to Tony. Excuse me for calling you the wrong name. But uh, thank you. Here's here's Tony in Live Oak. Yeah, Better I'd connection. Like ask, go ahead, Tony.
3: I'd like to ask your guest how much sum is gluten-free because that's really important to a lot of us. Gluten-free, non-wheat. <laughs>
6: Oh, there's a lot now to, uh, serving gluten free because yes. they're in, they're just they're into it now. They realize I, there's just uh, uh, there's so many uh, uh, okay foodies that uh, cannot uh, tolerate uh, wheat. I also so have that's a no, There's lots
3: joke. of gluten free now. Okay,
1: okay, go ahead with your joke, Thank Tony. You.
3: The joke is: uh, a guy walks into a bar, and says, "I want to use your Wi-Fi. What's your passcode?" But bartender says. the price of a drink will get you the password he's okay orders a coke three dollars he said what's the passcode the price of the drink will get you the (laughs) that that was
1: the passcode huh
3: yes exactly (laughs) so you didn't even have to buy
1: the drink huh
3: well that's right but you day you and dave are pretty sharp i didn't even get it at first but the end of the joke is no no capitals no spaces all one word
1: right (laughs) okay
3: Okay. Okay. thank you bye
9: there goes
1: tony here's frank and felton what's your joke frank
9: uh well there's this um uh, an older lady and her husband is a a, a, he's like an engineering representative or something he's very matter of fact and she's sort of you know touchy-feely romantic anyway he's out on a business trip someplace and she's not quite sure where and her friend just showed her how to do texting on her brand new smartphone so she is experimenting, so she sends her husband a text message, and you know, in her way, she says, "You know, if you're if you're near the beach, send me some water. If you're near a meadow, send me some flowers." And there's six or eight of these things that she texts out. Okay. So the husband gets a text message, and he replies back, "I'm in the bathroom. Please advise." Oh no! <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. we 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 got we got we got the rest of it. I think. I think so. Okay. Well, how can we thank you for calling 479 1080? Uh, you just did. Okay, there, <laughs> it, there goes Frank in Felton. Uh, wide open lines at 479 1080. We've got about three and a half minutes left. Now's your chance to tell a joke uh, or to ask uh, Tane a question. Uh, or, um, but uh, and that's about it. That's, because we don't want you don't. to knock us off uh, track here. And no more of that. But not, by the way, not just on this show but on all KSCO shows. You know, stay, stay on topic or, or don't bother. Go call another talk radio station. Sorry, I don't mean... I'm a little, I'm a little cranky and irritable because I, looking back at the last uh, several years, I've allowed this station to deteriorate by not only not restricting but almost encouraging garbage phone calls... That just sink the ship of what could otherwise be some really good radio, you know, when people call in with their their private little uh, anyhow. Never mind, I, I I'm doing it myself. I'm I'm guilty of it myself. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the rule is um, okay. Yeah, let's see. We're not going to get into neg- We're not going to get into negativity. Uh, so um, hey, so Tane um. What do you see as the uh, future uh, in San Francisco? You know, San Francisco, where you and uh, where you live and I live part time, um, is sort of become uh, uh, a, a, a sort of you know a target for a, a lot of the hosts on Fox News Channel and conservative people as a, as just a terrible place, and yet. The terrible place, and you and I don't think it's terrible because we live there, right? But, mm-hmm. but but why? What do you think about San Francisco? I mean, I love it. It's it's the character it. and it's
6: diverse. It has everything for everybody. There's something for everybody here. If you can't find it in San Francisco, you're not going to find it anywhere. Right. Even your politically thinking, whatever, anything, it's in San Francisco. But
1: but but you know what about the the what we were talking about a little bit earlier what we touched on and what made me admire you so much more than i already did and that is the guts to tell people now you don't go around flaunting your your trump support do you no um, no i'm not n- n- any more about than about i do except i guess when i wore that make america great again red baseball hat i guess people must, some people must have thought i was flaunting my trump support but um i i, I don't know i mean I I do believe that there are a lot of people in San Francisco who do support our president but who, who who don't who are afraid to let let it out for fear yeah. of losing friends and maybe losing health or being injured. Mhm. Uh-huh. Now that's pretty sad. I I think, you know. Um I would never go out with a, to a restaurant with a Make America Great again hat again because I value my life. And if something happens to me, um, you know, I, I don't know that, that, that KSEO could, could or would go on because I'd be gone. And I'm the supporter here with, with, with a great staff of people who, who turn who, who make this a unique radio station. But God, just, just the fact that someone knows that you uh, like the president that we have mm-hmm. is enough to make them want to hurt you physically. Wow, scary, scary stuff. Anyhow, thanks for being with us for a couple hours. We really appreciate it, and uh, can't can't well, wait to put in my mouth. But that's the way I think. <laughs> no, you didn't at all. <laughs> hey, really appreciate it, and and thanks to all the callers, especially the ones with the great jokes. And uh, let's do the close of the Saturday special here. KSEO, Santa Cruz, Salinas, Monterey, San Jose. Stay tuned for Perspectives coming up next. Uh, I don't see the host. Does that... Oh, do we... Yeah, I don't know whether it's a live show or it's a...